We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right. had some uh, very, very interesting calls uh, during today's program. Uh, David did this a uh, little bit earlier. We also carried the National Football League press conference uh, on the situation with uh, number three, DeMar Hamlin. And it is Bowerly. And uh, obviously, uh, there is uh, a lot online, prayers for DeMar Uh, The expression, thoughts and prayers, has become almost a social media cliche. And my question is, do you believe in prayer? Have you seen prayers work? When prayers don't work, does it mess with your faith? Have you witnessed a miracle? People in medicine, registered nurses, LPNs, doctors, PAs, everybody, they've all seen miracles. Okay, they've all seen things that cannot rationally, scientifically be explained, and they'll shrug their shoulders. Now, some who are more of a religious bent will say, well, this is a miracle. Others will say, well, it's a statistical anomaly outlier. I mean, whatever you want to call it, some things happen um, that that should not happen. And uh, I've mentioned this many a time, you know, technically, (laughs) based on the data from my situation in 2017, I should have died then. There's no reason that I should even be alive right now, but somehow I beat every odd. I still don't know how, and neither do the doctors. And the strangest thing is, I've also mentioned this, so forgive the repetition, but the strangest thing is, is when you hear a bunch of doctors conferring with each other, and you hear them saying, we don't know why this guy's still alive. How is this guy still alive? It's this—it's the most surreal thing that you will ever experience. But um, again, it—it it is what it is. And uh, you know, my only prayer is Thy will be done, because I happen to believe very strongly in God. That God knows exactly what the plan is, and that we simply, as human beings, need to accept whatever that plan is. Sometimes it's awesome, sometimes it's awful. But um, to me, it's all about a uh, uh, submissive position to the Creator and an acknowledgement and acceptance of the Creator's superiority. I don't, I have not prayed specifically for Damar because I don't pray specifically for anybody like a shopping list. I don't bring a shopping list to God. I simply tell God, thy will be done. And I I certainly hope very much that DeMar is 
functioning at 100% before very long. But it's just that the way I approach, um, I guess, my spiritual life is I just feel very guilty going to God with a specific shopping list of things. And I'd rather just leave things in God's hands. Now, maybe you could say I'm lazy. And, you know, that's probably a fair criticism in, in many ways. But um, we all have our different spiritual beliefs. We all have things that uh, that work for us. And, you know, even with my own situations, I, I never uh, specifically asked for anything um, from the surgeries. I just said, thy will be done. That's uh, that's my only that's my only prayer. And obviously it's stolen from the Lord's Prayer, um, which is a Christian prayer from Jesus. And I think it uh, is applicable across a number of faiths in which you believe in a supreme being, a creator, a God, um, if if you will. So your stories, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, contrary-wise, and I've talked about this before, too, before I had the big surgery in 2017, maybe it was psychosomatic, maybe it was my imagination, but I felt you guys praying for me. I felt an energy in the air which allowed me to go into um, open heart surgery with zero trepidation whatsoever. You talk to the people who were there with me, they'll tell you that I was cool as a cucumber. Um, but this this guy who's cool, cool as a cucumber under that kind of stress, you ought to see me in traffic. <laughs> Not so cool. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now it's Aaron in Toronto on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you said earlier about being physically tired. I think there's something different than being emotionally exhausted. Do you get what I mean? You know, I think I think you might have a point because we just came off of a blizzard where several dozen people died and we all witnessed what we witnessed on Monday night. Um, yeah, I, I think you might have something there. I think there is a degree of emotional fatigue because there's just so much sadness in the world. Yeah, and I can't blame you for it. Um, when it comes to prayer, like I've been listening to you for a little while now over the last hour and a half or so, um, there's so many different forms of it. And for me, my experience in this world, I've seen a lot of people turn over when it comes to recovery because they lend their life to God. And we have a saying in recovery that is uh, self-will runs riot, which means I'm going to do what I want to do because I want to do it instead of taking God's will, which to the people who don't believe in God, I just try and change the word to life. Like what's life's will for me today? Because my self-will gets me in trouble. But if I follow the will of life or the will of God, then it's a path of virtue. And it may hurt at times. And this is where you were saying, like, I may not agree with God. I may not understand God, but I accept God. It's a radical acceptance of what is to be. And I think that when we find that path and we can follow it, and I've seen so many people do it, where they get out of their you know, self-will and they start following this path of virtue. And it turns so many lives around, not just their own, but everyone around them. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Um, well, it depends also on on what you consider virtue. I mean, there's all kinds of interpretations of virtue and, and holiness and how to achieve holiness. Um, there was uh, there was a sect in in Russia in the, the 19-teens, and uh, one of its devotees was Rasputin, the famous monk who wasn't really a monk. He was more like a traveling itinerant holy man, but he believed that in order to truly come to God, you had to commit some juicy sins, and that brought you closer to God and va- uh, uh, validated Christ's crucifixion. It's a real weird way to look at it, but he had a lot of followers. Well, and I can, I, to be honest, I know Ra Ra Rasputin. That's my, you know, <laughs> level of knowledge for Rasputin. But um, I would say that there's some validity to that, that some people who never experience the darkest of times never have a reason to turn their life over to God. But for some of the people who have, and this is the sad thing, a lot of people don't pray to God for a thank you. They pray for a please. And that's a sad thing, but at least it brings them to the light in that, you would have never experienced the devotion of lending yourself or submitting, surrendering and saying, listen, I can't take this anymore. Please help me. You know, instead of saying thank you for everything you've given me, you're saying, please help me. And it's sad, but I think it's true that a lot of people don't reach the level of uh, divinity, I guess, until they need help rather than, you know, saying thank you. Well, look, I'm not divine. However, many of my gay male friends have said I'm simply fabulous. (laughs) We needed a little uh, light touch here. (laughs) Hello, Jerry. Hope you're listening. Um, But yeah, I mean, the, um, you know, the the divinity uh, of saying thank you. Let's 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 just stick with that. I mean, I think saying thank you is important. And that's something I haven't mentioned today, but I'm glad you did, because I do think it's important. I think most people listening think it's important that you thank God. I don't mean, oh, thank God. I mean, literally, thank God when something goes very well. Thank you. Yeah, well, being grateful and gratuity is a big thing. I think I have to remind myself mindfully every day, what am I grateful for? And then I have to thank God that I have the ability to even remind myself what I'm grateful for. Like, this is the thing, like, to people who don't believe in a higher power or to some guy in the sky who's judging everything we do, I just say, well, you believe in life, right? Like, life's real. What do you think life wants? You know, and like based on that path and taking our own decisions and evaluating them, going, this is what I want versus this is what life wants. I find we just feel it may not be good all the time. It may, it may not be easy. But when you follow the path of life, I find that you feel better long term rather than getting stuck in our own head and doing what we want to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's a very interesting take, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. There is an eye in the sky. It's called a Raytheon satellite, and it can read dates on a coin in your hand. True story. It is uh, coming up on 20 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, Bowerly with you. Do you believe in prayer? Have you experienced a miracle? And obviously, what we saw Monday night spurred um, these two topics, and we've had some excellent calls. And we, we've been across the spectrum which is really interesting. Aaron, I know, was brought up Jewish. We've heard from Catholics. Um, we've heard from other people as well who've not specifically um, identified a um, uh, denomination uh, of Christianity to which they belong. But it's um, it, it's very, you know, it, it's 
it, it, it just it's very very interesting. It I mean it it truly is um, this whole concept of speaking to God and does it do any good? And who knows? Maybe one of the reasons I simply say Thy will be done is. I just don't want to feel disappointed and like I wasn't listened to or my request wasn't granted. Um, maybe that's just a psychological short circuit around that, just saying, okay, whatever happens, happens. Aaron also brought up an interesting point, that of emotional fatigue. Anybody out there going through emotional fatigue? We had the May 14th terror attack, which was devastating. We just had the blizzard which took dozens of lives. Haven't even mentioned the fire which killed five little babies um, on Dartmouth. Haven't even mentioned that today. And uh, what happened on Monday night. This community has been through an awful lot. And I, I do think that maybe uh, there may be some degree of emotional fatigue. And I think it depends on how closely you, you follow what's going on in the world. But you know, unfortunately, there's there's a lot of sadness in the world along with the happiness. There is. And um, obviously, we don't always get what we want. And we don't understand, as the cliche goes, why such horrible things happen to such good people. But it just is. Here is um, Karen in West Seneca on WBEN. Karen, thanks for holding, and you're on WBEN. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. This is a great topic. I have a wonderful experience of the power of prayer that I will be forever grateful for. So um, my son, one of our sons and uh, daughter-in-law, they met at Franciscan University in Steubenville, which is the most Catholic place I know, <laughs> and that plays into the story. So they're going to have their first baby, and the baby um, is born, and they have no idea there is a major issue, a life-threatening issue with this baby. So every, But it took them several days to diagnose what it actually was. So every day I get a phone call, and every day the news gets worse. So we fly, my husband and I fly down there on an emergency basis. Now he's going to have surgery. We get to the hospital half an hour before the surgery. We're literally running down the hall to try and see him before they take him into surgery. Well, it turns out they canceled the surgery. He wasn't stable enough. They said, we will have to wait. He will let us know when he's ready. So he was on a ventilator, and then they ended up having to put him on a bigger ventilator and the bigger ventilator would not fit in the operating room. So he had what was called a herniated diaphragm. So there's an opening in the, between the chest and the abdomen. When a baby's in utero, utero and they're tumbling, his did not close up like it was supposed to. So when he was born and they figured out all of his intestines were in his chest cavity, which pushed his heart over to the right and didn't allow his left lung to develop. So um, many babies with this condition die. And the ones who survive sometimes have um, issues ongoing in their life. Well, he had the surgery, and um, lo and be so he was in the NICU for three weeks and two days. Now, there were not only national prayers for this baby, because we're from New York, my daughter-in-law's in Florida, Steubenville's in Ohio, and all these people were praying. And her brother was actually in the seminary in Spain at the time, so there were international prayers being prayed for this baby. 
And after being in the NICU for three weeks and two days, when he was released, they said to my daughter-in-law, has anybody um, approached you about telling your story? And she said, what story? And they said, we have never had a baby with this condition do as well as Jacob. And we all knew it was the power of prayer. My daughter-in-law was an ICU nurse, so she knew a lot of this medical stuff. And it was an extremely difficult situation for them and for all of us, you know, just waiting. But um, he will be 12 next month, and he's a perfectly healthy um, boy. They followed him for like a year afterwards, you know, to see how he did. But um, I'll be forever grateful to God for answering all the prayers that people prayed for him. So, yes, I do believe in the power of prayer. And because of that situation, I feel called to pray for expectant mothers. So if anybody I know has a daughter-in-law, a neighbor, anybody, I keep a list of the names and I pray for these mothers um, so that they will, you know, to have healthy babies and healthy pregnancies. Now, 12-year-old Jacob, uh, did his other lung eventually catch up? Yes, and his heart did move over to the, to, to the left where it was supposed to be, which I find amazing the way God designed our bodies. Oh, that, absolutely. How does the heart know it's supposed to be on the left side? You know, but the body must know. Well, that's one of the reasons I believe in God. I mean, just consider yeah. the human body, and it's it, the, the human body itself is a miracle. I mean, I think every day we have a miracle. We might not like what we see in the mirror sometimes, but it is a miracle of engineering. Um, I, I thank you, Karen. That's an amazing story, and I think we can add that to our list of miracles. Thank you. I appreciate that, and I will let Jacob know that his uh, story was on the radio. And you can come back and listen to it at WBEN.com. Absolutely. Kind of cool. Thank, thank you very much. Okay, and then you get stories like this. And people with a medical background, and have they approached you about telling your story because we've never had a baby with this condition do so well? That's amazing. I'm not sure how common that condition is, but my goodness. 803-0930. Star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you believe in prayer? Do you believe in miracles? Obviously, we all want the best for number three of the Buffalo Bills, Damar Hamlin. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. I uh, had the pleasure of uh, going out for dinner last night with Jay Withy, the uh, hero of the Blizzard of 22, who saved uh, 24 lives. Um, Jay will be back on the show in the future, but here's the deal he is completely overwhelmed with all of the requests and all of the opportunities. So we had a very nice meal last night at Creekview, and um, he is being put in touch with the people who can help him not get shafted. How's that? I've put him in touch with somebody that I know, that I trust, and uh, who knows um, certain aspects of certain businesses better than I do. But it, it was really an honor uh, to be with uh, with Jay, just a tremendous young man. And you know what? Even after sitting down with him and having dinner with him, I still can't believe he's 27 years old because he acts like a 40-year-old or, or older. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Uh, we have to turn serious because of what happened during Monday Night Football. Do you believe in prayer? Have you experienced a miracle? Uh, we've heard about four really impressive miracle-sounding events today during the calls. Uh, Diane Nortanawanda, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, I do believe in the power of prayer. Um, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. That's what it said in the book of James. And um, I, I definitely believe in the power of prayer. Um I heard someone earlier today during David's show, I don't know who it was, I think it was someone from the Bills saying, uh, praying, and, and other people were saying amen and so on. And at the end of that sound clip, um, I heard someone say respectfully, you know, they were asking God to heal him and everything. And, and the very last voice I heard uh, was a man saying respectfully, and I thought that is beautiful because that's, that's the way to go to God is with respect and thankfulness for what he's already done for us and for us as individuals and as a group and so on. And uh, it's just a great attitude when you do pray. You know, I, I, I thought it was wonderful. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if I have a miracle, but uh for myself, I had a stroke seven years ago. It, oh, just it just real, real quickly, I think I think the audio to which you're referring is uh, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky. I think that's the audio yeah. you heard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and David talked right. a lot yeah. about people, you know, about prayer suddenly being cool again. But uh, go ahead with your right. miracle yeah. story. Yeah. Um, not sure if this is a miracle, but I did get a great answer to prayer. I had a stroke uh, seven years ago. And uh, I, as soon as I, I came out to the living room, I knew something was wrong with me because I was on the phone with a friend. I, I was, uh, there's an older lady I used to pick up groceries for. So, and she talked a lot. And so I had the phone in my left hand and my pen to write down her groceries on my list in my right hand. 
And I kept uh, I kept dropping the phone, dropping the phone. It was in my left hand. I dropped it like seven or eight times. She never knew because she was still talking. So anyway, I went out to the living room and I said, I said to my husband, so honey, something's wrong with me. I can't function. And he just took one look at me. He saw how my face was. And he said, uh, we got to get you to the hospital. So, was it drooping your yeah. face? It was. Yes, it was. Both mm-hmm. sides yeah, or just on one? The, on the left side, yeah. Okay. Just on the left side, yeah. And um, I could see that my, my I'm an old mom, so I, I could see that my kids who were uh, preteen and teenage at the time were flipping out, you know, and um, I just said, don't panic, just pray. I said it a couple times to them. And I know that other people were praying for me, um, my minister, friends from church and so forth. And, and I came through it okay. It was a, a hemorrhagic stroke. I, I, I came through it okay. I was in the hospital for a couple days. Uh, came home, got physical therapy and all that stuff, and and I I came through it just fine, really. Thank God. Um, whether it was a miracle or not, I I don't know, but it was. I was very thankful to still be around. Um, no, it's it's a very um, scary feeling, Diane. When you when you went to the hospital, did they present you with a drawing and ask you to describe what was happening in the drawing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did that stuff. Yeah, did, Late, it, Later on, I think the first thing they did was call a bunch of doctors together to look at me, which was like seven doctors. They were residents, I guess. I was at um, Gates Vascular, and um, that, that was a little intimidating. But the, when the seventh doctor squeezed in, they had this light shining on my face. It was so annoying. When the seventh doctor squeezed in, I and he bumped his head on the light. And I said to him, don't bump your noggin. <laughs> and he said, thank you for your concern. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Well, but, um, yeah. well no, it's, look, I mean, the, the word stroke in and of itself is a very scary word. And it's like, it's like anything else. Um, and we saw this with, uh, with DeMar, and I'm sure you've seen it with other people in your life. Um, it's been talked mm-hmm. about on this radio station. The golden hour is so important. The sooner you mm-hmm. can get to specialized medical care, the better the result is going to be. And believing that you were, and in fact you were, having a stroke, you could not have done better than, than Gates Vascular. Uh, you could not mm-hmm. have done yeah. better. I mean, that is that's that is my go-to place. Buffalo General, Gates Vascular, um, mm-hmm. I will, you know, all I can say is uh, they saved my life. I know they did. Mm-hmm. My, my nurse was amazing. She was the most wonderful nurse. But uh, I believe that I stopped stroking out before I even got there. I, I didn't receive any clot-busting medicine or anything, which is good. Um uh, they, I, I don't remember exactly, you know, the turn, the um, order of events. I know I got an MRI at one point. I think I got a couple of them, and um, and so forth. And of course, I had to identify pictures, draw pictures, all that kind of stuff at some point. But um, I, I, if I would have gotten clot busting medicine, that would have been bad because I was bleeding. My brain was bleeding, you know. So. And I, get, I, I don't think those are quite as common as the ones that are caused by blockages. Um, but I'm just very thankful to be here. It's seven years now, and I haven't had anything like that since, thank God. Well, good. Well, now you know what to expect. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yes, now I know. 
Yes. Th- thank you very much, uh, Diane. I-, I appreciate the call. Glad you are still around. Is it a miracle? We'll let the uh, the audience uh, judge one way or uh, or the other. I'm still blown away by the lady whose little boy walked into the room where she was after playing with Barbie dolls and went limp in her arms and the across the street neighbor came over and laid hands on him and said a prayer in Jesus's name and then the kid springs back to life that that, that call was pretty pretty awesome I mean we've had other awesome calls but for some reason um, I think every parent thinks about probably is thinking about that call because there but for the grace of God that could have been you uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. It's Errol in Toronto. Errol, you're on WBEN in Buffalo. Welcome, sir. Hey, Tom. You always pick the great, the great ones. I'll tell you, my uh, neighbor was really sick. And uh, so we moved into the home the same time. And our kids are the same age. They're 16 now. We've been living there for 13 years. And it's a brand-new subdivision outside of Toronto. And all the kids went to school together, and they all grew up. And one of the moms was sick uh, three years ago. She lost her pancreas, had to go in for emergency surgery and the whole nine yards. She ended up in the hospital last year with complications from COVID. Unfortunately, she was back, but she was on her deathbed. I mean, I remember the neighbors, the kids, they... They just, they live right next door to us. And he was like, I don't know what to do, Errol. They said it's a matter of time. So one of his friends, who happened to be a pastor, said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to pray. We're in lockdown. So every single night for two weeks, we got on on a call, a conference call, all the parents from all the kids, hour, hour and a half, every single night without miss and the group just kept growing bigger she is walking perfectly healthy today and they gave her like almost last right beautiful story i'm telling you can't beat the one with the kid though well uh, but you know what if it if it happened to you it's it's important and uh, were you watching the football game on monday night errol are you kidding me? I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge Bills fan. Well, no, because... I watched I mean, that, and I was... I mean, it happens to everyone, but it put me in tears. Because it's happening in front of everybody. And it, I thought, holy cow. Well, exactly. I mean, the... Um, uh, the, I mean, it, it was a, a shared trauma. And, you know, how the guys on the Buffalo Bills are going to get past this, do you know that it's Wednesday and we don't even know if the Buffalo Bills are going to be playing the Patriots Week 18 on Sunday? We don't kidding? No, no we, we don't know. It's all going to be up to Sean McDermott. It's all going to be up to the NFL having its finger on the pulse of what is going on with the Bills players because they saw something so traumatic that, well, you saw the reaction on the sidelines. I, I did. I'll tell you, Tom, my wife is not a football fan. She was glued to the TV that night. She was like, I can't believe it. Look at these guys. They're huge. They're monster guys, and they're, and they're crying. I go, you know, that's that's the whole team thing. And Joe brought up the whole thing yesterday while you were taking your time off. <laughs> or was it two days ago? No, it was Monday. I it, it, Monday was okay. a company holiday. Friday I took off. 
Oh yeah, that's right. But uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot of a lot of Bills fans here, tons. I can't even tell you. And we were watching that; it was just riveted. And then yesterday, hearing uh, uh, oh, Jay, uh, what's her name, Kelly's uh, Kelly's wife, Jill, quarterback, Jill Kelly, Jill, Jill Kelly, listening to her prayer. I was like, wow. It was a perfect prayer. I don't know how many people were there. Was uh, several dozen, as I understand it, at the beginning. Errol, i got to move on, man. I, I thank you very much. As always. All right, man, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, thank you for calling from Toronto. But um, actually, um, Tim Wenger, as you know, Tim has covered so many breaking news stories. I've worked with him so many times on these breaking news stories, with which unfortunately – uh, always seem to involve a uh, level uh, of human tragedy and sadness. But when, in other words, he, he's a hard-boiled reporter, but he showed up yesterday at the uh, prayer service that was led by Jill Kelly, and, and he said, and we, we even put him on the 4 o'clock hour, um, he said it was just a very moving, powerful moment. And uh, I, I believe him. And you could hear it in Tim's voice when he described it. And you could hear it in the voices of those who were praying at that particular point in time yesterday. It is Bowerly. Uh, do you believe in the power of prayer? Have you experienced a miracle? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is uh, Bowerly with you. Do we happen to have the ESPN uh, Orlovsky thing in uh, in the computer, Josh? If you could uh, maybe look that up. I know uh, David played it a little bit uh, earlier on today, but um, I'm pretty sure that as much as we might like it, we don't have people who listen to all four hours of every single show that is on News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, we'd like to encourage you to do that. Uh, please don't get me wrong, but realistically, that typically does not happen um, unless somebody is bound in bed and then we have you. And we don't want you bound in bed. We want you here of your own free will and your own volition. Uh, it is uh, 5.53 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, and from ESPN, uh, this this was a prayer. Uh, one of our previous callers referred to it, and I wanted to replay it because people didn't just say thoughts and prayers. They actually prayed live on ESPN. This is a little bit different. I heard, I've heard it all day, like thoughts and prayers. And you just heard Scherf and Jonathan Allen say, like, all we can do is pray for them. And I've heard the Buffalo Bills organization say that we believe in prayer. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but I want it's just on my heart that I want to pray for It them. is. Damar Hamlin, right, right, right now. Um, I'm going to do it out loud. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. Um, God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard, uh, because we believe that you're God, and coming to you and praying to you um, has impact. We're, we're sad. We're angry. Um, and we want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray. Truly come to you and pray for strength for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar, to be with his family, to give them peace. If we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. Um, I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. 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 
And that really happened on live TV from uh, ESPN, uh, Dan Orlovsky, and uh, he's receiving praise from uh, every corner uh, for being able to uh, to do that and uh, and and pulling it off. And you know, obviously, folks, um, I wish that I could come to you. There, there's no change uh, that we know of in the condition of uh, number three, Demar Hamlin. So just know that there's there's no change. Wish we could give you more information on what tests have been done, the results of those tests, what the prognosis is for DeMar Hamlin. Um, is there brain damage? Is there heart damage? Are they f- expecting a full recovery? Are they expecting him to wear a uniform again? We don't know the answers to that. And uh, uh, DeMar's family uh, has been um, relatively tight-lipped about this. I know there's an uncle who's out uh, talking. I don't know if the family welcomes that particularly uh, because nobody else seems to be saying everything. They simply want their privacy respected. And, you know, we we all went through what we went through on Monday night together. But to us, most of us anyway, Tamar is a guy who plays on the Buffalo Bills. And he's a he's an athlete. He's a sports guy. But to his family, he's DeMar. He is a son. He is all of those things you can be within a family and and a friend and a brother to his Bills teammates. So if uh, the Hamlin family wants to be tight-lipped and wants to keep as much of his condition under wraps as possible, I believe we all need to fully support them in doing so. If that helps them and it helps DeMar, then that is the way it should be. We have no intrinsic right to know exactly what's going on with him until such time as the family or the team decides to make a statement. And there has been no substantive change other than, what did we hear earlier today, um, gradual improvement, some improvement, and what that is, we don't know. They did not, uh, they were not very detailed, nor do I expect them to be. It's their business, it's it's their flesh and blood, and everybody deals with this in um, in their own way. So I want to thank you very much for all the calls today on uh, prayer and uh, miracles. Uh, don't often go down that road, but very, very interesting. A lot of these calls are going to stay with me and I think stay with uh, the listening audience for a long time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.